Yeah. Here we go. Had to do it for the fans, man. Hey, you know that. Think they ready, Nug? Not for what we got coming. King Coin Beats be killing shit. Guess who started the podcast? Riddle me that. Nug and his boy Jersey, and we talking smack. Sports, music, and life, we talking all of that. We live in effect. Hey, yo, we in the chat. Yeah, yeah. In the chat podcast, we back. We back in the building, baby. Yeah. It's your boy, Romare Roberts, a.k.a. Jers. James Woodard, a.k.a. Nub. We back, man. What's good, bro? What's happening, man? Miss you, man. Man, it's been a long time. Miss yeah, you, man. It's been a blessing, man. man. Holidays, holidays. Happy New Year's to all Absolutely. the listeners. Happy, Happy New, New Year's, Year's to everybody, man. Just a blessing to be back, man. Tell me about it. 2017 was a great year for both of us. It was beautiful, man. You know what I'm saying? It was a great year for a lot of people. You know, a lot of people... Um, you know, found themselves, went on new adventures, new excursions. So it was a blessing, man. You know, the birth for Inner Chat podcast came yes, about. Sir. You know what I'm saying? We didn't know how it was gonna go. At all. You know, we had you know, we ain't have nothing. We ain't have nothing. We ain't nothing know. but a name. Yeah, well, nothing shit, but a name. We really man. had that. Yeah, we name, had, yeah. Right, because the name I had, he was like yeah, nah. yeah. It was, you know, some some yeah. different, but you know what I'm saying? We we still with it, you know, episode 15. Episode 15, man. We back, man. We blessed. We back. It's been a while, but we back. Yeah, we blessed, man. Um, So how was your New Year's, man? New Year's was good, man. You know what I'm saying? Went down to Charlotte. Okay. You know what I'm saying? We uh we kicked it down there with some family. It was, it was, it was, a, it was a lituation, for sure. It was a lituation. You know what I'm saying? I think I probably I probably drunk about every day. You know what I mean? It wasn't wasn't too lit, nothing like that. But it was it was nice. I blamed my man Dom. Kept us in a car. You know what I'm saying? I basically was in a car when the New Year came in. My man didn't want to pay the five to park, bro. So we had to spend the we had to spend the block and go because it was where we went was like downtown Charlotte and mm-hmm. the spot we went to was crazy. You know, parks everywhere and all that. So you know what I'm saying? We had to spend the block and come back and we found a clutch park, but twelve o'clock. Damn. Yeah. So where, where everybody else is at the spot? Everybody was at the um Wet Willies. They had a Wet Willies down there. So everybody okay. was in the Wet Willies and all that. So yeah, but it's cool. It's cool. Still bought around the shots for everybody who went in that drone, so it was whatever. How about you, man? It was dope. It was dope. You know, I was at my uncle crib. For sure. You know what I'm saying? And you know they always turn up. For sure. They always turn up, man. For sure. The day before mm-hmm. so two days before was my wife's birthday, so I didn't kick with them. Right. You know what I mean? I had a little, you know, a little special day planned for my wife or whatever. So for sure. we went out, did some things. But the 29th, they got turned mm-hmm. stupid crazy. Then the 30th, right? I buy a bottle. My cousin buy a bottle. They got a bottle of Henny at the house. That's the 30th. I'm, they killed that joint on the 30th. So thirty first, the, on 31st, we did the stage right, again. Had to like, like my Dang. cousin, my cousin. So, uh, my my uncle's oldest son, right. he came down. Um, he lived in Jersey, so he came down. Right. And like, basically, like for three days, bro, he was in the liquor store. Like every God day, like, eating the bottle. So like, God, you know, everybody was super lit, super tall. But you know, just vibing with the family. Right. Just vibing with the family. Um. Vibing with the family, enjoying, enjoying everybody's company and all that. Right. You know, it was dope. It was dope. But yeah, you know, I got a lot of plans, man. You know, me and the wife, we getting this. You getting this home built right now, so sure. hopefully we can come up with some um, ideas or some 
you know, to try to celebrate something at our house next year. So for sure, man. So we'll see how that goes. We're trying to do Thanksgiving at our crib next year. The wife, I don't know if she really with it or not, but yeah. I'm gonna I'm make it. But happen. that's a you know see, like, like me and a lady, we want to do that too. But right. that's a big step. It's a lot. The reason it's big steps because like you, friend. you, you, like you responsible for right. for the main dishes. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. Like, like before, and like that's I feel like this is gonna sound weird, but I feel like that's when you know you're in the family. When you start making something and you bring and you when you start bringing your own dish to people crib for Thanksgiving, you're in the dough. Cause like, home. like when you young, like you just show you just up. Show up right? You know what I'm saying? You did it. You did yeah. for the food. Yeah. You know until you be like, right. I made the, the and to, and you got to make something of of good quality and something that take time. Like you can't be like, oh, I made uh, what's something that's weak? Something like that's not weak, but something that's easy to me. Like oh, I got the uh, uh, I brought some beans or I brought some. Yeah. You know, I think pasta salad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pasta salad is easy. It's, it's easy All you gotta do is just get just just get the bunch of shit. Yeah, get the color, different colorful noodle joint. Yeah, and then the Italian dressing. dressing in the That's joint. it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Motherfucker try to be fancy, put the little imitation crab in that joint. Yeah. Nah, you would impress me if you put a real crab in that joint. Yeah, dog. Like, you crack the real crab and put it in that joint. Like you in the dough, you'd be like, "Hey, yeah. I got the mac and cheese." That's now. That's that's for real. You know, what I'm you bringing mac and cheese? That's for real. But. You, you, but you never go bring the mac and cheese. Cause like the old, cause the old, the old G's got the mac and cheese. Like you're not gonna be, you're not gonna be, you're not gonna be in your twenties and then like skip somebody. I've been making mac and cheese for thirty five years. Like they gonna be like, hold on, young fella. But look, at every, I don't know about Charles, but like this crazy. We going back to Thanksgiving. Every Thanksgiving, bro, it's like it's like four different mac and cheeses, bro. No, what? I know we will do that. Like, like, cause my, my trust everybody. Like, yeah, my like my uncle, they do like a drink, got some little seafood in it, and then yeah. my uncle, my uncle do like my uncle like spicy stuff. So my uncle be using like what's the, what's the, what's the spicy cheese like the joint with the like, jalapeno drink? Uh, pepper jack. Yeah, like he be using pepper jack drink. Yeah. So that drink got a little, you know, it's a little spicy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what's up. So that's my drink. That's what's up. That I rock with, but yeah. But anyway, I took uh. Personally, like any holiday, not just Thanksgiving, Christmas, anything, you know what I'm saying? I took a banana nut bread. Okay. So I made some banana nut bread. And I told everybody it was my first time ever baking anything, period. I never, I never like, baked, like, a dessert. You know what I'm saying? I always cook stuff, of course, but I never, like, baked a dessert. So I told everybody, I was like, look, I brought a banana nut bread. If it's not good, tell me. I'll throw it in the trash. I told them 100%. I said, look, if it ain't good, let me know. Don't don't fake and, like, try to eat it just to make me happy. Nah, if it ain't good, it ain't good. You know what I'm saying? So I made them joints. They loved them. I was like, oh, that's what's up. Yeah. So um, I made the peach cobbler. For sure. You know what I'm saying? And I made it from scratch. You know what I'm saying? For sure. I did the same thing. Like, scratch. Scratch. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was in that Work. joint. And I Work. went to Charlottesville. Okay. And then they was like, damn, this joint good. You you made this? Yeah. And like, the joint, like I had the joint. You, you know, pie shorty? Yeah, but then, but I, but then I, I used, like, I made the the pie crust and I put it oh in. you made the crust in? yeah and then I laid you know I laid the joint nice then, then I cut it out and then I laid it out like had a little had a little, <laughs> little strip you little strips of the joint they was like you. they was like where you buy this from yeah. I was like nah I was like, I you made. did the lattice like the lattice the lattice joint yeah, okay. yeah. Okay. Like, okay I yeah. see you I like for sure. yeah, yeah. for sure for sure that's what's up man so um what was some like it was a lot of memories 2017 what was some of your like best Memories from 2017. Uh, best memories of 2017. Uh, of course, you know, you getting married, me being there for that. Uh, me, you know, my own wedding. Um, man, what else? What else? What else? What else? 
I mean, just 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 love all around, man, and just you know, all together the growth, moving again, you know what I'm saying, to a to a bigger place and things like that, and uh, you know, just uh, just experiencing other people's growth, um, yeah, you know, throughout the year, and you know, being there for that, and um, that's pretty much it, man. Like my biggest personal achievement to me for 2017 was definitely, um, you know, definitely getting married. Something I always wanted to do, which is weird. Like I always say, it's really weird to even hear myself say it. You know, it was something that I always wanted to do, and I take it very, very seriously. Like, um, you know, I'm very serious. You know what I'm saying? I don't think I show my wedding pictures to people more than my wife do. Like, I'm, I'm into that. Like, you know, check this out. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, you know, I, I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed the day. Um, it was very important, you know, to me and my wife. And, uh, you know, I, I take it serious, man. I'm, 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 I'm for real, for real about yeah, man, like, it's, you know, like, n- nothing's ever going to top that day. Nah. And, you know, a lot of, you know, a lot of people say, like, they had their first child and stuff like that, but I think I told you, it's like, that day sets up everything else. True. You know what I'm saying? Without your wife, there wouldn't be no child. Without her, there could not be no other steps you could make. So, right. so that day just makes it all, makes it all better. You know, that day was special, you know what I'm saying? And, you know... That day was amazing, you know, and you know, like, like you said, just seeing the growth of a lot of people, right? Man, like, you know, like, bro, I'm on tap for so many weddings, 2018. Yo, like, yo, it's crazy. It's outrageous, dog. It's crazy, like, dog. it's like the floodgates have opened for like, you know, what I'm saying for marriage and stuff like that. And it's weird because sometimes I think like, is it like, is it too early? But then people say, nah, like, really, you right around that age mm-hmm. where it's kind of, you know. And then some people say this is early. Like what you mean? Yeah, like, and you know, I was I was talking to someone and they asked me like, how you know when it's right? And you know, every right. you know, everybody got their own, everybody got their own agenda. You know, some 100%. people just, some people pressured into it. Some people feel like they gotta wait to to they're right financially. Some people feel like they gotta wait to they're right emotionally. Some some people just do it just because everybody else do. True. You know what I'm saying? Like, I tell people first if you still. If you still out there and you know some females still got your attention, you know what I'm saying, then you need like you you need to just chill. Like right. if you still out here and you still right. giving these other females attention, like you you're not ready. You right. know what I'm saying? And um, there was this whole thing on Facebook. I don't know if you've seen it. And people say, um, um, some dude buy you a three hundred dollar ring or whatever. Right. Like, do you, he proposes? Do you get mad? You know, some people say yes. Some people say no. But you know, to me, it's like you gotta think about like some people. The reason I say financially, I don't mean how much you got. You know, it's some people that don't have anything. But what I'm gonna say is, you gotta be financially. You gotta be willing to share what you have, right? Or share what you don't have. You know right. what I'm saying? Right. If you go into a situation and you marry somebody and they don't have anything, you can't leave them because they don't have anything. Because you knew that going into that situation. 100%. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I mean by financially. I mean by, I mean by if I don't, if, if, and see, that's the thing. People assume that marriage changes somebody. That's not, necess- that's, that's not necessarily it's, it's, it's not true. the outcome. It's not true at all. So if I go in, if we go into this marriage and I'm this person, mm-hmm. and five years later you're mad because I'm still that person. Well, you knew I was that person when... We got here. You assumed that marriage was going to change me to a different person. 
well, it doesn't, it doesn't work like that. So, like, that's the one thing I tell people is, like, you got to be emotionally ready and financially ready to take on any obligation that's involved with that. So, that was the biggest thing for me in 2017. And then, you know, um, buying a home. Well, I don't know if you consider buying a home because did we, did, we, did we buy it? I don't know. I think we did because they're ready to build it. Because you can't build it if we put the money on it. Yeah, okay, yeah, okay. So yeah, yeah. But you know that that you know that's 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 a big one right there. Right. That was that was a big one for me because as a kid I used to play The Sims all the time. And like oh, that's, that game was dope. yeah. So all The Sims I used, used to make all these that's extravagant true. houses and stuff like right. that. And I always wanted to live in the house. And you know, I you know I grew up up north where you know not only are houses expensive, but a lot of people that I knew didn't have them. didn't have them, or if they lived in a home they didn't own them. You know what I'm saying? So when I moved down here and my uncle bought a home and my mom bought a home, like that was dope. And I was like, you know, I want that feeling. I want to be able to call something mine. I want to be able to have that as an investment. So that was that was a big step for me. But just seeing the growth in a lot of people, like I've seen a lot of friends um, get engaged um, in 2017. Right. Yeah. Ultimately do things that like, you know what I'm saying, when we were much younger, like, you know, because a lot of the friends that, that we have, um, in common are college friends. Mm-hmm. So we got to see each other grow from being, you know, freshmen, boys to, you know, seniors still pretty much, you know, we weren't men yet mentally, you know what I'm saying? And still have, you know, room to grow. But um, just seeing that progression over those years and then the thereafter, you know what I'm saying? We've been out of school now for some years already. And it's crazy how time goes by so fast. And you know what I'm saying? Just seeing the growth from the point where we were, you know, uh, college degree recipients to, you know, men in the workforce, and, you know, and, and, and our, you know, our impression in terms of, you know, our mindset and, you know, what we thought relationships were at the time going through all of that, and, you know, finding something solid and being like, yo, I'm ready to stand up and, and, and be, you know, what a lot of us have not seen, yeah. you know what I'm saying, being husbands and, 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 and fathers and and things of that nature. So it's a uh, it's a really dope thing for for 2017, man. But um, what's uh, what's something what's something you want to see for yourself or out of yourself for uh, for 2018? It don't have to be you know a purchase and none of that. Just yeah, 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 something you um, you, know. you know. I just want to continue growth. You know, growth as a growth as a man. Right. Um, professionally. Right. Um, I'm you know. I'm young. I'm still trying to find my way in my career path. Right. Um, so just I'm you know just trying to continue my education mm-hmm. in this master education program. Mm-hmm. Um, that's one of my goals. You know, I also got some personal endeavors that I'm working on. Hopefully, um, you know, everything goes well with that. Um, you know, but there's a lot. You know, there's a lot of things. You know, I just want to see continue growth in, in, in my family. Right. You know, I want, you know, my wife to continue her success and her education and her professional field. Um, and um, it's going to sound weird, but you know me, my frugal moments. But, you know, I just, sure. I, sure. I just want to save, you know, I want to I want to save. And, and um, you know, a lot of people don't understand how important savings is. Right. Um, a lot of people like to live for that, live for the moment. You know, a lot of people go on these extravagant trips every year and do all these amazing things, which is dope. But, you know, like, I'm the type of person I think about the long run. You know what I'm saying? That's And that's why I, like, I really don't believe in, like, uh, um, New Year's resolution or whatever you call it. 
I don't believe in those is because like you're trying to make you're trying to make a goal of something that you're not sure can be completed in that one year. True. And and that's the thing. Like if you're going to make one, make something make it, that's make it achievable, a, achievable right. in a year. I agree. You know what I'm saying? You know, don't set a oh I'm trying to lose a hundred pounds. Like that's that's a big achievement in three or six five days. You know what I'm saying? You can make that an overall goal. Yeah, yeah. So like, you know, right. like I like I make goals and sometimes my goals may not have uh, a date set to them, but right. you know what I'm saying? I, I, I make goals, but I you know, I try to set up I try to put myself in a position so my future is better than my present. And I think a lot of people don't do that. A lot of people are so worried about what's going on right now is that they're not worried about where their future is. And I think like savings is the reason that I'm in this predicament that I'm in now. Because if I didn't have, you know, financial responsibilities of saving, I, we wouldn't probably be on our way to um, moving into uh, this new home or we wouldn't have been married and had the amazing wedding we had. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's things about savings is that you can see things and you can actually do things and not have to wait on saving. When you, ha- when you have something, then you can actually do it. True. You don't have to wait on it. It's like saying, oh, I want to I wanna go to Paris. Right. And instead of saying, now nah, I got to save for Paris, you, right. you can say, well, let's go. Right. You know what I'm saying? So right. You can start to set dates and put things in motion. Yeah. Um, for 2018, you know, same thing you basically were talking about is, you know, just, you know, increasing financial, uh, you know, literacy and stability. Um, and another goal I want to achieve, I don't know if I really let it off the bag. I probably, I probably did um, over the New Year's weekend. But um, I want to become a, a certified personal trainer this year. Okay. Um, and so, you know, it's it's a goal that you know I've researched and it's very attainable in um, in this amount of time. So um, that's definitely something that I want to I want to achieve this year. Um, and another thing. You know, I mentioned it, uh, you know, really early in the year is uh, accountability. Um, I'm giving accountability as well as receiving accountability this year and moving forward because it's something that, um, you know, a lot of people don't uh, don't do or set themselves up to receive because I think that anytime you set a goal or you believe in something or, you know, you think something should go a certain way, you have to you have to speak it and not only speak it to yourself. I think that it's uh, very important to speak it to other people who you feel um, are advocates for those things that you speak about. Because if you don't, then you're the only one sitting in that goal, you know. And if you if you're the only person sitting in the goal, you know, everybody needs help. It may not be, you know, it may not be money. You know, a lot of times you just need that push because you said it. And you, as as a man or woman, your word is your bond. And you know what the thing the thing about it is is you know so, and, and you know somebody's told me this before, and you know I I try and live by that is you know do what you say you're gonna do. At the end of the day, that's all that's all it is. If you say you want you know you say you gonna be here, or you say you got my back, or you say you know yo I'm you know I'm gonna lift you up when you when you when you ain't really feeling it. Your word is your bond. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, yes, people do break bonds. Things do happen. I, we, it's understood. But at the end of the day, your word is really your bond. And if, you know, 
if you if you couldn't be there, your excuse should be valid. You know what I mean? But you know, excuses are what, what is it? Mountains of nothingness, yeah. something like that. So we ain't going with that either. At the end of the day, if you if you say you gonna do something, and like I always tell people, done. like you know, my brother right here, he had an aspiration to start a podcast. One hundred percent. You know what I'm saying? He asked me to be a part of that journey, and you know what I'm saying. You know, I didn't understand that podcast realm, but, you know, I took it head on. You know, I was there from, you know, shared ideas when I can, you know, you know, and and look where we are now. 15 episodes in. Yes, sir. You know, a lot of listeners, you know what I'm saying? We just, we just keep on doing things. We've got a lot of things planned for the future. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? But, you know what I'm saying? It's just about su- supporting one another. You know what I'm saying? Like. A lot of these things aren't obtainable by yourself, you know what right. I'm saying? Like, like even when I think about, you know, the, the most common thing is people getting back in the gym, you know, losing weight. That's it, that's the most um, that's requested hard. or, right. you know. So, but hard. the thing is, people don't do it alone. No. Somebody always has a partner or somebody that goes along that journey with them. So it's, so it's kind of like, oh, yeah, I'm trying to lose, this, lose these pounds, but they're trying to lose these pounds, too. So it's like motivating each other and then another thing is like when you let people know what your goals are if you got those real people around you they're, they're checking 100 they're checking you know what i'm saying ain't nothing like it, that it come august and you ask them oh how's it going with yeah you know with your cert- certification personal training you say, well you know well you know what you know what i'm saying what's yeah. going on right. you, you said that yeah, bro yeah. what's good what's good with it yeah you know what i'm saying and you know another like a, a heart back on lot of what the you know the efficient from our wedding talked about on that day before we went out you know and uh it's nothing more powerful than agreement and being in agreement in a sense is the same thing as holding somebody accountable okay you agree with the goal that i set so in agreeing with the goal that i set you want to see it through just as well as i do so that's where the accountability comes from so at the end of the day, if we say we're going to do something as brothers, as a brotherhood, we want to see it come to fruition if we agree with it. You know what I mean? And if we disagree with it, we're going to voice our disagreement. It's, that's just how I work with us. You know what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, I always say if you can get you a friend that's that's really going to hold you to that word, to that bond, you got something. And that's for real. And yeah, you're going to have your little hiccups along the road. You're going to have your disagreements, all those things. But at the end of the day, as friends, as brothers, as family, if or as women, with y'all sisterhoods, if y'all could just, you know, find a way to just come back together. I mean, it make it sweet, man. Because you ain't never found nobody who really cared about you that's going to agree with everything you said. You know what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, you going to have them hiccups, man. But friends is hard to come by. I'm going to tell you right now, friends is hard to come by. It took me a long time to find a real one. So that's what it is, man. But happy New Year's, man. Let's 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 keep it moving, my brother. Yeah, man. A lot of, a lot of good moments in 2017. Yeah, man. Yeah, um, man. 18, got a lot more coming. It's 2017, man. Um, shout out to the black entertainers, man. Yes. Yes. Winnie. Issa Rae. Shout 100. out to Issa Rae. 100. Shout out to my man Jordan Peele, man. Get 100. out, man. 100. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to the major, amazing pro- uh, projects we got from Kendrick and Jay-Z, you know. Man. Appreciate those classics. Yeah, Solange. Appreciate dope. those classic, man. Man, everybody talking about Rap City, man. I ain't listen yet, but yo, was she Grammy nom- yo, nominated? Yo, so, I listened to that. Uh, 
It's uh, what is it? Layla's is it Layla's yeah. dream? Yeah, Layla's dream. She's she's dope, man. She's dope. Yeah, yeah. She's dope. I mean, we had a lot of we had a lot of top moments across all genres of entertainment and you know sports and all of that. Um, I got a few that I want to mention, but um, you know we got a few, and then we got a few not so great moments and things of that nature. So um, let's see what I got, man. Let's see what I got. I got uh, sports moments. No, one of the craziest ones was uh, the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, that was crazy. Man. Oh my God, bro! So the Patriots, I don't even. They paying, bro. They paying. <laughs> I don't care what nobody say, bro. They paying, and they paid in the Steelers game this year. But we ain't gonna talk about that. They they paying. Um, we got that. We got um, uh, Serena winning while she was pregnant. That's crazy. You know what I'm saying? That was huge. I was like, that's amazing because nobody knew about that. She won the Australian Open while being pregnant. Uh, we got to go with you know the home team, UConn women losing. That uh, 111 game winning streak to Mississippi State off the jumper, and the girl, the girl hit the jumper, and she acted like it was nothing. Yeah, like that's I ice, like I do this. Yeah, that's ice cold right there. That was ice cold. Um, and uh, two other, two other ones I got. Uh, one, you know, well, two of them I guess got a lot of viral attention. Um, my man Shannon Sharp with the mouth and yak. Oh yeah, needed that. That was for the coach. That yeah, was, that yeah. was tough. That was for the culture. That mouth, that mouth, ain't, bro. I'm on that mouth, yeah. That mouth, oh. and he had the mouth with him. Yeah. I was like, no. That joke was dope. So the mouth, and yeah, and then, you know, one of my um, one of my favorite football players right now off the field, uh, Marshawn Lynch, man, with this no script. Oh yeah, that joke. That show's dope, bro, because he's like, he's him, yeah. no matter where he at, yo. And that's the thing that you, you know, what I'm saying when somebody is true. You know, true and form to themselves wherever they are. They don't care who they around. Um, you can't, you and see, can't buy that. And see, that's what people understand about him. That. That's why he never like interviews. Is because you're trying to put him in an environment that he's not comfortable right. and doesn't want to be in. Right. You know what I'm saying? If you if you ask him the same questions, but in his right. environment, he cool with it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. And see, that's 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 the thing. But you know. And 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 that's why like I, I put him at in that Levar Ball type type yeah. brand like bro like they don't care what you say they go still do that one hundred percent like like Mark you people don't know this Mark Shawn never been standing for the national anthem bro ever he he he, he wasn't kneeling but he wasn't standing he, but he won't stand and he skittles on the bench yeah but like bro sure. been doing him and, yeah. and and he don't care right and that and Levar and that, Levar you already know Levar don't care. People just getting they people just getting their ZO twos, bro. Well, I see like crazy thing. People don't understand. Yeah. People, people don't understand this, bro. People don't understand how, this. You, how went down. You, but you gotta think about this as a as a businessman, right? You trying to it sell a sneaker. Sense. You don't own no factory. Right. You don't own. You like you're paying somebody to make this. Mind you, the sales was crazy. Like right. five five thousand sneakers for somebody who don't got a shoe dealer. Right. That's that's amazing. Yeah, and you don't got no factory, so you gotta like, you gotta pay a manufacturer to, to make these joints for you. So it's it's gonna take some time. That's what people understand. And you gotta think about like, think about this, bro. Jordan is selling maybe three hundred thousand pairs right. of one shoe, and they going for a buck fifty. And you know, zo twos gotta sell for five hundred because they only made five thousand pairs. Right. That makes 
if you think about that, that's that's about an even market. And the thing and the thing that made so much sense to me, which was the dope move, was okay. You know, we're gonna put out the template. We're gonna let y'all know what it looked like, right? So then we're gonna put ourselves out there. But what he did was he let his demand meet his supply. Yeah. He didn't he didn't supply and then the demand got too crazy that he would yeah. have to go back in the bag that he received mm. to try and make Cause, money. Cause what if what if he would have what if he would have had made right. ten thousand right. and he only sold five thousand? Right. Then he got now he five, gotta eat all that. Yeah. Smart. It was smart. He, it you was gotta smart give him man credit. And at the end of the day, what he's doing is he's using his personality. You know what I'm saying? Just like anybody else does. Why not use an engaging personality? Just the way Marshawn Lynch is him. You know, you dig what I'm saying? So LeVar Ball is himself. So at the end of the day, whether you like it or not, you're still paying attention. I think I'm gonna put I'm gonna put LeVar Ball in my top five moments of twenty seventeen. One hundred percent. Reason I say that is he has three sons. At the time they were all supposed to play collegially basketball. At UCLA. Which he's a black there. father who's always been in all of his kids' life. Sure. And he's in an interracial marriage in America. Hundred percent. He already one of his sons attended UCLA and was the number two pick in the NBA draft by the Los Angeles Lakers. Check. Another son went to UCLA. Now got himself in some trouble and wind up playing he's currently playing in Lithuania. But that decision was not because of, you know, anything the father's done. That's right. that was, based that on was solely on him. Yeah, he had to eat that. And you know, you know, then his father's his youngest child um, decided to forego high school and play in Lithuania. And you know, a lot of people have problems about that. But if you look at people, you know, internationally. Dog, they be playing. They be playing ball. They be like professionally since they be like fifteen. For sure. 100. You know what I'm saying? 100. Like it ain't like even. Like Jose Calderon. Jose yeah. Calderon playing for the Cavs right now. He played over in Europe for probably like ten years yeah. or something like that before he even came to the NBA. So he was already professional, mm-hmm. making money ten years before he came over trying to get a lower end NBA contract. You know what I'm saying? Just because people want to play with the best players they consider in the world. Mm-hmm. So you know, I mean, it is what it is. But yeah, Lamar Ball. He doing it, man. He doing it for his kids. You may not like what he got to say. As sometimes I don't really like what he got to say. But he, you know what I'm saying, he's sticking by his sons. And what you what you want a black father to do, that's what everybody wants. You know what I'm saying? You want that. My, my sports moment of 2017 was Russell Westbrook. He won 2016-2017 um, MVP and averaged a triple-double for the season. You know, that's that has only been done once. Oscar Robertson. And, and the funny thing is, when Oscar Robertson did it, the word triple-double wasn't even created. Yet. Right. And he wasn't aware of, of what he'd done at the time. That's crazy. You know what I'm saying? So that was, that was and you know, Russell Westbrook is my favorite player in the NBA, so of course that's good to top. Um, and film, man, that, that Get Out film, you know what I'm saying? Like, dope. It was dope. And you know, it was, you know, I'm not going to get into detail, but there was a lot of, it was a lot of hidden messages that a lot of people didn't see. A lot of irony. Um, so, you know, if, if people go back and just listen to that or look look up some things that's, that's happened, you know, there was a story about this um, this gentleman, This I believe he was in high school, he went missing. Mm-hmm. And when they found him, he had no organs in his body. Wow. So much black one. You know, like, like, people understand, like, things like that really do happen, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Um, you know, Issa Rae show, you know, um, that's that's dope for the very. Country. I mean, it's, it's and it's and it's dope. The reason why it's dope and the reason why I love it so much is because 
the person she is, yeah. her personality. See, yeah. personality, personality goes very, very far. You know what I'm saying? And the personality that she exudes, I mean, she had YouTube shows before, you know, Awkward Black Girl and all of that, but, you know, she she never gave up her, you know, her personality to sell something. Her personality is actually what moved the sh- what moves the show. And it's dope because it's super, super relatable. Everybody's all had an awkward moment in their life. You know what I'm saying? Whether it been, you know, a certain age range where you felt like you wasn't, you know, cool, quote unquote, or what have you. But, I mean, she's doing a dope job and she's doing it on several levels. I mean, writing, producing, creating. And, I mean, it's ill. That's ill. Yeah, it's dope, man. Same for my man Childish Gambino, a.k.a. Donald Glover, a.k.a. Uh, Lando Calrissian, yeah, a.k.a. Like, you know what I'm saying? AKA, man, just, hey, just keep going. A.k.a. A.k.a. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Man. He's killing it you know right what I'm now. Saying. We, got a couple, we got a couple more months before uh, Atlanta come back. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Waiting for them lemon pepper wet. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's my show, dog. That's my show. That's so funny, dog. That's so funny. You say, you know we in a you know we in a man's uh, we in a man's side. Uh, so you know this not no man. Nah, it's my girl. No, it's not your girl. Hey, why you think she over here with the man, <laughs> nigga? You gay? <laughs> that dude was hilarious. Hey, it's far. like it's like no matter how many yeah, times yeah. I go on no, Facebook or Twitter, dog, no, I see that clip. So by far, somebody still people still retweeting it. By far the funniest man. Um, what up? We'll be we'll on TV and film. Little Rail and Get Out was everything. Yeah. He was everything that you are when you watch other horror films. He was everything. Yo, get out of there. You, he was like, uh, yo, everything we screamed at the, at, the, at the screen, that's what he did in the movie. So that, and and what, was, people, what people got to understand that's is how much, it don't matter what kind of movie you're trying to make. That's dope. If you got some type of comic relief in there, dog, you gonna it's going to be a gem, man. Right? Shout out to Tiffany Haddish. Man. Shout out to Tiffany Haddish. Super bro. winning, bro. Super winning, bro. She, bro, she, she, she was in that joint with some heavyweights. Yeah. She did her thing, bro. But she blew up so quick, though. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, her grind, her grind's been, you know, her yeah, grind's yeah, been, yeah. Eh, you know. But that over, the overnight success. Yeah, yeah, Her overnight success seemed like it was, you know what I'm saying? It was like a bottle rocket. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You, you lit that joint and girl strip and she just, you know what I'm saying? She yeah. just blew. I mean. I heard this story about her. She was, she was living in a car. Yeah. And Kevin Hart came to, you know, her, she was doing a little small show, Kevin Hart was there, like, yo, what you doing all this shit in your car? Right. She was like, you know what I'm saying, I'm just moving from place to place. He yeah. was like, you sleeping in your car? Right, right. She was like, yeah, you know, you know, some things happen, whatever. Yeah. He was like, look, here go $300. Mind you, this is Kevin Hart before he yeah. got big. He gave her he 300 out the back. He was yeah. like, look, that wasn't me. Yeah, yeah. He, you know, he gave, he gave her 300 bucks. you know yeah. what I'm saying? She wouldn't got a room. But, he, but, you know, that's just, that, that served as inspiration for her to get, to get this thing popping, you know what I'm saying? And it was funny because she was like, she tried to pay it back, and he was like, nah, I'm good. You yeah, super winning right now. Yeah, dog. super winning. Yo, first black woman to head host, uh, SNL. host SNL. Look, super no dope. offense, no offense to SNL. Super dope. Love SNL, but Living Color was way better, dog. Way better. Way better. Way better. No, dog, sometimes I watch. Damon Wayans left a joint. Sometimes I watch um, SNL, yeah. and I don't even laugh, dog. Yeah. Like, like the monologue, like monologue, them just be high. Right. Yeah. But like the skits, skits I be like, I be like, this, this is weak, bro. This, weak. this is weak. Shit. And see, that's the thing. Like my man Kenan Thompson holding the whole joint together. He's the like, he's the longest tenured cast member, right? Yeah, now. yeah. He's holding it together for real, for real. And it's like, I feel like Olympic Color could, should make a comeback. It should. The only thing is that they won't, they won't PG. 
And then, and I don't know if you heard, but like the reason that they they fell off because they was joking on somebody who had like high power and then wind up pulling all the the person who had the power. They mm-hmm. they joked on somebody and and and, uh, and some politician or something like that. But he had the power to like have all the advertisers Both. get pulled. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Without the advertisements, they had the money for the show. But you know what I'm saying? Like, he had the power like that. You know what I'm saying? But, like... And, and Living Color, man. And Living Color produced legends. Jamie Foxx, Tommy Davidson, Jim Carrey, Damon Wayans, Marlon and Sean, Keenan. I mean, legends, bro. Yeah. Super and see, like, legends. And, and, and the thing is, like... Super, David Allen Greer. Yeah, super legends. And you think about this, like, SNL had a couple people... J-Lo. You know, SNL had a couple people that went on and got popping afterwards. Yeah. But not, they had a couple people that not really. They had a couple specials. Yeah. And, you know, they did I. But we talking about people who still, all these people yeah. I mentioned are still relevant today. Like, like some of these, like, like, when right you think, like when you think about the top people, right. like when you think about like Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey. Jimmy Fox. Legends, right now. You know Still working, right now. J-Lo J- won't even, J-Lo was a dancer on the joint. Yes. Still relevant, right now. You know what I'm saying? And that's. That's crazy. That, That's that wild. Uh, what else I had? I had, um, oh, my man Randall from This Is Us uh, oh. in this past season, bro. I love his family, bro. His wife is bro, big. His wife's I, super dope. Bro, I didn't know you'd be watching This Is yeah, Us. Yeah, that show ill. Bro, that's my dream. That show ill. That's my dream. That's, 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 that's the last TV show that made me cry, too, real talk. But um, that's, uh, that shit ill. That's, that's our couple show. So we got yeah, a couple show. Well, we got two couple shows. The Lethal Weapon and This Is Us. Those are two couple shows. I started watching a little bit of that. But This Is Us, when he was when he went to visit the mom, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And he was on the phone with her, and she tried to throw some shade at my man. Oh, yeah, you probably got a white girl at home. No. Bro was like, I wake up to a headscarf and coconut oil every day <laughs> for the culture, man. That shit was ill. Hell, yeah. That shit was ill. I hope they get the daughter back, too, because you know she's not going to be treated right. But my favorite part of the show is he was just like, like he did some stuff I do when he when he found out where his dad lived. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He went to his dad. He was like, "Look, you see that? You see that BM outside? That's me. That's me. That three hundred thousand three hundred thousand dollar car. That's me. You know what I'm saying? I do this for a living. Right. I got two daughters and a and a fine wife at home. Right. I live in a million dollar crib. Like I don't need you. Like he was ready. Yeah, like, he like, was, like, was like, And then he was getting ready. Yeah. Then he was getting ready to leave. His dad was like, "Want to come inside?" He was like, "Yeah, yeah." <laughs> I'm like, bro. I was I just, like, that, that's what I And them Chappelle specials. Oh. Them Chappelle specials was egg. You seen the New Year's address? Yeah. yeah. Bruh, 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 savage, bro. His comedy is so much different than everybody else's. His style is so much different than everybody else's. Like, he the only person I know now that go on stage and smoke cigarettes still. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, I thought Eric Auditorium was like. The second joint? Yeah. The joint he was in a little small spot. Yo. Why was he ashing it on the floor, bro? He was he, he, yeah. was he was just, just, just dropping on the floor. I was like, bro. I love Chappelle, bro. I love bro. He he don't care, bro. He don't care, bro. Kick in the pussy. Yeah. Hell go. I got a bowl at the house. Right. With just punchlines in it. And I just <laughs> randomly pulled day. one out. Reaching the one I pulled out today, yeah. kick, kick in, in the, the pussy. pussy. He said, "Watch, I'm gonna kill y'all." He said, "This, he said, this one gonna be hard, hard to get." Yeah, and then, and then he did the drug, yeah. and I didn't even see it coming. He killed, yeah, he did. He killed that drug. Though. So and we uh, don't have enough <laughs> show top stuff for three people. He said, "Well," and I kicked him in the pussy. <laughs> Hell yeah, Luke Cage breaking the internet. Oh yeah, Luke yeah. Luke Cage yeah. broke the internet, dog. That jumps everything. First black superhero I ever heard about. 
broke the internet. That joint coming back. That joint about to be ill. And he had the Delphonics on the episode. You know, I was all for that. Mr. Old School, he had the Delphonics on that joint. On one of the episodes. Oh. It was, uh, I can't even remember. It was at, uh, it was at Cottonmouth Club. It was performing. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, yo, that's tight. Had your dinner on that joint, too. Yeah. That joint was tight. Um, and then some social moments, man. Definitely top one of all. You got it top of the year. Obama leaving the White House, though. Yeah, man, that was tough. That was a uh, that was yeah that was an emotional day. But I don't think I talked to a white person the whole day. <laughs> I'm gonna be real. I don't think I talked to a white person the whole day. Like I was in the um I was in the cab at lunch. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I'm watching the joint on the TV. I had my hoodie on. Had my joint pulled down. I was looking like hoodie metal on that joint. Wasn't fuck with nobody. Had my music. I'm playing like hard ass rap. You know what I'm saying? White people looking at me like I'm crazy. I'm like they they not even paying no attention to this joint. And this shit is eating me up. I'm like, my nigga is gone, son. Nah, Barrio, we gonna miss you, my nigga. He was gone, bro. I was like, damn, son. That shit was. That shit. Was, that's why twenty in 2016. That shit was too much. Um, it was. It was me and my fiance's. My, she was my fiance at the time. It was our last anniversary before we were to get married. So we went to the White House, like not the outside, not just taking pictures, not DC. We, we was inside the joint, and I was like. I was like, I gotta go in this drink before old Beezy in this drink. I'm just like, the whole time I'm in this drink, I'm like, what if he upstairs? Right. Like, what if he here? Like, all you need is for my man to come out the back like that. Look, bro, I was just walking around like, damn. I see you, my nigga. Like, damn, I wonder if I'm trying to see if I find some pink lotion in there. Yeah. Or some, like, some, like, some Murray. A do rag. Some Murray. Hey, bro, got the pomade. Like, the sporting wave. You find a hard brush and a soft brush. Yeah. Oh, the, the, the double sided. Oh, I'm like, oh. hey, no peace here. No peace here. My nigga in this joint. You find a Carmax. Because you know he used Carmax. Ain't no ballistics here. Be ain't no testing here. Just Get the lips. Even my man, Dick Gregory, rest in peace. He used the Carmax on the breakfast club. I was like, oh, yeah, man. Yes, yes, yes. Yo. Colin Kaepernick, shout out to him. Lost his job, won GQ Citizen of the Year for shizzle. Big time move, bro. Big time move. Citizen of the Year. Fuck the haters. Straight like that. Man, great year, though, man. Dope year, man. We had some. We had a lot of fly shit happen. Nikki, I'm going to go with the, the bad shit. Nikki had a horrible year in hip-hop this year. But she might be having a good 2018, though. What do you say? Somebody said she she preggled by Nas. They oh just broke up. God. But somebody said she preggled by Nas. And they, and they said she go, um, oh she was going to reveal it at the Grammys. Oh. Which is, I think, it's like January 26 or something like that. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, they said she was going to reveal it at the Grammys. So, Damn. we'll see how that goes. But She didn't have a good, mu- she didn't have a good music here, man. I just got, I just got look, dog, it. It wasn't good at all. Look, I've been, have- I've been saying this for two years, dog. Ever since she broke up with Safari, bro. Bar's been trash. Bar's been trash. Safari been writing that joint. And see, like, that's the thing, like, you sub, like, okay, that's like. Even the joint with Quavo that just came out, those bars was trash. And see, that's the, see, like, the difference is, like, I'm, I'm talking about, like, Nicki as a featuring artist on a song. Eh, it's good. It's good. She does a part. Yeah, she had the dope feature on the Yeah, yeah. But, but, like, I'm talking about, like, Solo records. I'm talking about albums. Right, I'm talking bro. about mixtape. 
Like right. you trash. Like and the purpose was like that's like that's like Shaq and Kobe, right? Right. So Kobe trying to prove he the dude. So they 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 trade Shaq, right? Right. If if if, if Shaq leave and you don't do nothing, then that mean you he, yeah, he, he was holding, yeah, he was holding it together. Nikki Safari dip, bro, and you just fell off like right. real bad. Like I remember she was. I remember back in the day, like she was the the only like female. But you know what's crazy? That's and I think that's another problem. Yeah. She was the only one. So if she the only one, she was one of the fucking best female yeah. hip hop artists of the year every year at the BET Awards. But the whole time she was the only fucking female rapper. You know what I'm saying? So now you got Remy out there, you got Cardi out there, you got Rhapsody out there. I mean, what you, you got comp now, yeah. so you can't stop coming with the fire bars if you if we thought you was fire. But now everybody else coming out with dope ass bars. We know what they're talking about. They wordplay is crazy. Your year was trash, bro. Yeah. Your year was trash. Yeah, was trash. Dej Loaf been in the cut. I ain't heard a record from Dej Loaf since she started popping on the fashion yeah, tip. She on a new drum with uh, uh, Jacquees. Um, oh, true. What happened to Young and May, yo? She had, like, the quick joint. Yeah, that one hit. She was out. That's she it. had the turnaround jumper. She went down the other end of the court and never came back for offense. Again. Well, you, I, already knew, I already knew she won't go last. Because <clears throat> that won't even hurt beat. You know what I'm saying? Oh, that was a, a Bobby Smurder joint just slowed down. Hot nigga drink. Facts. That, that was that drink just slowed down. True. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to my nigga Dave East, though. I gotta shout out my nigga Dave East for bringing that hard, gritty hip hop music back because nobody making that no more. Bro, hop on. Anybody beat, kill that joint. It's crazy, too, because he like, he young. Yeah. And you don't expect that sound nah, from somebody that young. He got the sound, bro. He got that Harlem sound. Yeah. Yeah. Sure, man. We're 45, 45 in, man. We gotta we got get it. We got to get it going, man. What you think about this Isaiah Magic bromance, man? Bruh, I'm glad it's back, bro. Yeah, it, was, it was a lot of wild shit going on with that. And, and, and for the listeners who don't know what we're talking about, we're talking about Isaiah Thomas, the Hall of Famer, played for the Detroit Pistons, and Magic Johnson, Hall of Famer, played for the Los Angeles Lakers. You know shoot, 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 and the reason why they're so important is because like they had one of those friendships. They they played for rival teams, but they had one of those friendships that they're the reason that the NBA is where it is today. They the was the original PBJ, though. You know what I'm Real saying? Talk. The NBA, the NBA used to be on tape delay. You know what I'm saying? And those battles and and their relationship is one of the things that help you know keep Cultivate. this you, you know keep this whole thing together. You know what I'm saying? And they had their issues in the past. You know what I'm saying? They had a whole special on it. I don't know if y'all seen the special, but they had a whole special on it, and that's the reason. Um, you know, put things on the tables try to figure out where everybody is now so they could try to rekindle their friendship. You know what I'm saying? You know, when during their NBA career, they were on different teams. So it was like, you know, on the court, it was like, I hate you, but right. on, but off the court, like, we it good. It was family, yo. Like, they yeah. families knew each other. They would, you know, they, they mentioned their moms were, like, going to take trips and all that. They was, like, they was really, like, brothers, man. And, you know what I'm saying? You know, Magic got hit, unfortunately, with the, you know, the HIV, uh, you know, HIV virus and all of that, and, you know that that held a play in it because they said, you know, Isaiah said this, and then with the Olympic team, him not, you know, Isaiah not being on it, and you know, just a bunch of little little things back and forth with no communication, man, it leads to you know what I'm saying years and years and not being, you know, not being around your homie, not being around your boy, and you know when they got back together, it was like you know what I'm saying basically it was like old times, you know and which is kind of weird because like one thing I could say. Men are more willing 
to talk it out. Right. Than just like like usually if 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 some dudes got some problems, like it'll last. Like it don't last for that long. Right. Like I don't know how long it was. It was it was a minute. Yeah, it was a minute. But it was because they had channels in between them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Going back and forth. And if you got somebody, in, like say somebody sitting right here between us, right? Mm-hmm. We trying to talk. But somebody keep going, you know what I'm saying? Keep moving. How you, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. How you going to keep, how you going to get back to it if somebody in, in the middle of both of y'all steadily moving it apart? It, it don't work like that. But now that they, you know, are at a stage where they are the medium. You know what I'm saying? They mm-hmm. are the medium between the two of them so they can hash it out now. When you playing and you got your own focus, you got your own family, you trying to achieve your own goals still and all of this, and you know, then you get to a point where you pretty much settled. Now you can get it back, but they lost a lot of time in the midst of that. You know what I'm saying? Over, yeah. over nothing for real. So, you know, I'm just happy to see that. I'm just happy to see that back. And, and speaking of Isaiah Thomas, let's talk about the new Isaiah Thomas. Young Isaiah, slow grind. So he back. You know what I'm saying? He played. Um, I don't know if he played the other night. He but, played. Um, he played. Uh, what was that last? He played last night. He missed the Boston game and yeah. he played the game before that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in his first game, he had like 17 points in like 19 minutes. You know, three good. assists. You know, shot 550 percent from the field. Right. Took some bumps. You know, what I'm saying you know what he did. He, he did his thing though. He looked but, good. Um, yeah, that was that was dope. You know, congratulate him for coming back and see like. People don't understand why it's such a big deal, why we go bring that up. It's because, like, that whole Kyrie Irving trade, this was the main part of that trade. Right. The main part was to see how Isaiah Thomas was going to fit into this Cleveland Cavaliers roster. Right. So, you know, once he starts getting getting more minutes and, you know, getting acclimated with the players and stuff like that, we will see how well he could fit into that situation. But, yeah, he was looking nice, though. Bro, nice. both games he's played. He, I mean, and see that's the. It don't look like he lost. The and see, like, the thing is, when you don't do when you especially like sport, like when you basketball, if you don't do something for a while, the expectation is you're not gonna have your shot no more. True. You gonna be cold. Dog won't cold. Nah, he won't cold. Bro, I came back. Yeah, he won't cold. And like a lot of people says, his defensive liability. That's not because he's a bad defender. He's just short and he's put out of position sometimes bro, when he's bro, playing a bigger guy. Bro, five nine. Yeah. How many guards? How many guards in this league is six foot? Just six foot. You know what I'm saying? He would he would probably be able to do something with some guards that six foot. And he, but and, and he probably is combo. And he probably what? Buck fifty, buck sixty. If that, if that. You know what I'm saying? You go and get somebody. They six foot, which is not that much taller than you, taller than you but they're like two ten. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like. Right. He's gonna get you in the post and it's yeah, gonna be it's gonna be night night. Yeah, yeah, barbecue you know chicken. what I'm saying? <laughs> shout, shout out Gary Payton, he came up with that. Found that out the other day. He came oh, up with really? the barbecue chicken joint. Yeah. But uh yeah, man, but I'm glad to see bruh back because I know, you know what I'm saying, I've been watching the uh, the book of Isaiah and uh I know that was hard on, you know what I'm saying, getting traded from Boston. Oh shit. At the eight what I do? I fucked up. Nah. <laughs> oh, oh shit. But yeah, um, you know, coming back from Boston and uh everything he did over there for that that organization and you know what I'm saying to be traded like that he thought you know the rest of his career probably was going to be in Boston kids love Boston family love Boston and everything but happy to see my man back he's cooking right now so we'll see how far that's going to go he started the last game so yeah, yeah. that was uh that was fast I thought he would at least come off the bench for another game but you know it is I, I it think is. the reason they started him is because they want they want him to get acclimated with the starters like right. if you're going to keep playing with the bench it's going gonna, it's gonna to not like the people that like 
Cause Jose go move to the, go move to the bench. True. So Jose gotta get acclimated with the bench players. If he mm-hmm. if you if he gonna be you because you're not gonna be running with LeBron and Kevin right. and Jay Crowder. Right. So you gotta get Jose Calderon held it down. Yeah, too. yeah, he he yeah. dope. He yeah. dope. Yeah, he's solid, man. Yeah. Um, he like uh, he was what's it? Who was it? He like Kirk Heinrich to me. Oh, okay. If you put Kirk, if you put Kirk in, that's like, a good, that's a good comparison. You know what I'm saying? Kirk steady, Kirk steady, and he still got more people still out, bro. Yeah, Iman still out. Dead Rose still out. Iman need to stay out, Bruh. Matter of fact, we, matter of fact, trade just happened just now. Cleveland Cavaliers trade Iman Shumpert for Tiana Taylor, bro. Like they, cut they, it out. You trash. Bro. Cut it out. Like they like they want your girl on the squad hey, and out, not you. Bro. You trash. Bro. Like like you, tra- <laughs> you, you trash. Bro. You trash. Bro. Bro, trash. Bro, trash. Bro, trash. Bro, trash. Bro, trash. Bro, trash. Offensively. Super trash, like, bro. Like when he, every time he, he shoot, butt naked every time he shoot, I be like rebound. <laughs> like, like when he, like you know, bro, this, this how, trash, I, yo, like if y'all play pickup, if y'all play whatever y'all play at the gym, break ball. If y'all shoot the ball and, and your teammates move. all rebound, they don't trust you shooting the ball. Yeah. You ever notice like yeah. when like Steph shoot like like everybody, like, everybody, everybody go the other way like don't nobody don't nobody care about. Yeah, if you shoot and everybody gotta go get the rebound, oh, they know you gonna miss that. They let Shaq shoot a jumper before they let this nigga shoot. But final, Jacksonville Jaguars ten, Buffalo Bills three. Let's go, man! And we need to put some points on the board. My man Blake Borders is being very, very inconsistent. I'm, I'm hurting by this. I feel like if y'all haven't noticed, by the way, he's a Jacksonville yeah, Jaguars. Maybe. It may be uh, that may be our Achilles heel, Blake Bortles uh, throwing the football, but we got the win. Let's move. Sure, y'all got more playoff wins in uh, in um, uh, what's my man Marvin Lewis, man? That's facts. Congrats, man. And he got two year extension. <laughs> he ain't won a playoff game yet, bro. I don't been about, he been about twelve years. And the Grizzlies gonna fire David Fisdale. Hey, that's the way to go. But like, but like they said, David Fisdale, he 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 don't take no shit. What the fuck? Nobody had a problem with it. But one guy. Your agent superstar. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? So, like, I don't know. It, it's, he need to get another head coaching job. We'll just go to Cleveland and be a But on some, on some other scores, <clears throat> Titans won. Uh, Titans beat uh, the Chiefs 22-21. On some foolish shit. This man, Marcus Mariota, he caught his own pass. You know? How the fuck? He caught his own pass for a touchdown. How does that happen, bro? Threw the joint, dude tipped it. He caught the joint and ran it in. Like first off, when you tip the joint, somebody just got smacked. Marcus Mario, like, smack. <laughs> right, just hit him. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'd have took the call for that. The Falcons won twenty six thirteen. True. So um, and then the Panthers game, the Panthers versus the Saints. That game coming up soon, four thirty, I think. Or it might be a night game. I don't know. But um, that game coming up soon. So I'm a Vikings fan. So we got a. Uh, we got a, um, well, I don't know if we call it a mob, but we don't play this week. We play next week. So, um, True. we'll find out who we play. If the Panthers win, then we play the Panthers. But if the Saints win, we play the Falcons. So, we should, should, we'll see how that goes. That shit is wild. Um, the Eagles got to buy. Patriots got to buy. Steelers got to buy. So, how do you think they're going to work without Carson Wentz? Oh, they 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 go they done. Got to go with Foles. They done. They done. They cook. Like like think about the teams that's left in the NFC. Right. They either gonna have to play 
the the Panthers they they either have to play the Panthers or hold on they might just have to play the Panthers yeah so yeah so if the if the Panthers beat if the Panthers beat the Saints they'll play the Panthers mm. because the Falcons is the lower seed Oh, oh, I take that back. If the Saints win, they'll play the Falcons. Because we play the, because we always play, we're the number two seed, so we always play the higher seed. So we'll play the Saints. So dog, like they either gonna have to play the Panthers or the Falcons, and we either gonna have to play. Those are two very if you the think Saints about, or the Panthers. Right? If you think about the way those teams are made up, like. They're scary teams to play. Like, I always think the Panthers is a scary team to play because of the duality of uh, of Cam. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Cam could kill you in the air. Cam could kill you on the ground. You just don't know what type of day it's going to be. Bro, this whole – the whole NFC is dope. Yeah. And the teams that's not in, the, in it no more, I knew they won't go big. You got to think about it like this. The Buffalo well, – one. the NFC, you think about it like this. The Rams basically – 90% of their squad haven't been to the playoffs before. True shit, they really are. You know what I'm saying? Really young, yeah. And they played a squad that just went to the Super Bowl last year. Yeah, that's a big deal. You know what I'm saying? That's a big deal. The, pa- the Panthers tough. They went to the Super Bowl the year before last. Yeah. The Saints is tough. Like, yeah. Like, because you they, still got that coach yeah. quarterback combo, yeah. so that's yeah. the, the NFC legit. The AFC, the AFC is just like uh, it just looked like the Pan- it just looked like the Steelers and the, and the, and the uh, Patriots. They just go walk their way to the AFC championship. I just game. I think that you know me personally um, believing in my team. I think that if we continue if we continue to play with our attitude, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like you know we we trash talk on both sides of the ball. If we play with our attitude and play free, we give ourselves a chance, especially defensively. You know what I'm but saying? But the thing we give is. A chance. And we beat the thing is like those teams this year. You got to put up some points, right? But it's it's not it's not to say that we haven't put up points this year. But I, a lot but of I times mean, when we put up points this year. They the other team put up points. But as like well. like ten because we should have never lost yeah. that San Francisco game. Yeah. I'm just saying, just me. But like ten points. But we whooped the Steelers. This ten year. points both versus the Buffalo Bills. Like like de- like we know what the defense is, right. and, I, and I feel like I'm in the same boat. Right. Well, sort of same boat because you know. Vikings is about, we about mediocre, not, we about top mm. 10, 12 range, offense-wise. Mm. So we could go cold, but defense legit. Right. You know what I'm saying? Y'all, y'all got the number two defense league, we had number one defense right. league. So it's like defense, you know what you're going to get. Right. But if we go cold on offense, it's, it's a wrap. It's, it's, you right. know what I'm saying? And I think, the thing is like, this is the time like with these. You got to be on it. Like you these, like, like all right. these teams in the NFC, like all they these rolling. teams that's in the playoffs, like these, they the top seeds. They all offensive right jumping. They you know what I'm saying? Right. So all they need is a play, a yeah. defense to really put themselves yeah. in a position. Exactly. Um, but you know, and then I, then we have to deal with our your quarterback is Case Keenum. Yeah. So we basically dealing with two pretty inexperienced quarterbacks in terms of the postseason. Yeah. Like, yeah. Blake's never made the postseason. You know, Case Keenum. Yeah. So you know, you have to deal with that. It's just like the only thing about like I give Case Keenum is that people thought he was a fluke. Right. Like I, like you know, he had a couple, couple good games, and the people was like, "Oh, he gonna fall off," but he didn't fall off this whole year. He, he's thrown more touchdown passes than Cam Newton this year. Right. He has the second highest quarterback rating in the NFL. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
Like, these are good numbers, you know what I'm saying? Like, for a guy that's supposed to be back. Right. And I think that when Blake is locked in, you know what I'm saying, he can look pretty scary if he's yeah. if he's locked in. But I think the last few games of the season, he was like, oh, we clinched. The only, the only, and it was like a, you know what I'm saying, like a sigh of relief. Like, yeah. I actually have something to solidify, you know, why yeah. I've been here for so long and why, you know, why yeah. they dealt with But me. the only thing is, you got to get locked, like, and the reason why I say this, you got to get locked in versus those, those teams. Right. Those, yeah. So, like, when I, you know. Especially the games you're supposed to win. Yeah. Right. Like, like, when I'm a Vikings fan, I think about it like this. We, these are some play, we beat, we beat the Rams this year. Right. We beat the Saints this year. Right. We beat the Falcons this year, and we lost to the Panthers by a touchdown. Those are four teams that's, that, that, that's, that made the playoffs this year. Right. And we beat three of those four. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, those are the teams you got to show up against. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, throwing four touchdowns, three touchdowns against, you know, non-playoff team, like, that doesn't matter. You got you to show these You got to show these teams. That you know you're going to see yeah. or have the potential to see that you can actually play with them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That was my, my biggest issue with uh, when I was playing the Titans. You know what I'm saying? Every time we played the Titans, it was like, man, what's going on with this game? Like, it was it was... It was offensively, it seemed like very lax, lax day school, you know, with uh, with Blake playing and things of that nature. So I'm like, you know, it's, it it really didn't it really didn't give me the um, the the uh, you know the feeling that we could actually um, you know beat them or even put a little bit of fear in them. Yes, defensively, everybody knows what we bring, but all you need is a play against a good defense, and you could be right where you want to be as long as you keep us from scoring. So it's, I mean, it's, it's, it's very difficult, man, to, to see where we're going to go. But, you know, I wish us the best. And we'll see what happened next week. We made it through this one, so we'll see. You know who y'all got yet, or? Nah. Nah. But yeah, it's going to be tough, man. Yeah. But we got to talk about this man, this $100 million man. Man. John Gruden. Old town. Yo. 10-year, $100 million deal. Yo, that's, gonna, I, that's a lot of money. But I really think he's going to be really good for that team. Because they already have set, you know, a lot of the qualities that you're looking for. They got a solid defense, and their offense is it's, it's short, you know it's, what I'm saying? So. It's one of the worst deals ever. You think so? In the history of deals. One, he ain't going to be there 10 years. True. I agree with One, that. the man ain't the man ain't coaching about 12, about 12 about, years. That's what I was about to say. He hasn't coached in a while. But. Two, $100 million? That's a lot of Hundred million dollars now. What you gotta understand? Coaches' contracts aren't like player contracts where you got a guaranteed portion. Like you could fire me, and then you're obligated to to try to come up with some some way, yeah. some way to buy out that remaining deal. So two, he gonna get he gonna get that check. And, and three is like John Gruden, and that's that's one thing. Hey, John Gruden is one of those people. And that's why I tell you, like, people don't understand how much and how powerful your personality is. John Gruden has one of the best personalities. Ever. Whether it's, you know, player personnel, you know, yeah. working with the players, whether it's working with the coaches, whether it's, you know, as an ESPN analyst, like, his personality is amazing. Yeah. Now, X and O's, that's another story. Let's, let's go back to this whole story. John Gruden was traded. John Gruden was the Raiders coach. They traded him. They traded the coach. The only other time I heard that is the Brooklyn Nets who yeah. traded Jason Kidd. Yeah. But mind you, and then he took a team that had the worst pick, the worst record, record. in the league to yeah. the playoffs yeah. next year. John Gruden 
got traded to the Bucks, and then they won the Super Bowl that same year. But what a lot of people understand, a lot of people put him in that Mark Jackson, Steve Kerr round where he won a Super Bowl with another team that somebody else orchestrated. Because Tony Dungy was the coach of the Bucks, he left. True. And he won a Super Bowl with that team he orchestrated. Right. So a lot of people don't give him the credit he deserved. Mm. But besides that, and see, that's the only, that's the one thing I hate about the NFL. Sorry to segue off that real quick, but. The NFL is one of them sports where, like, if you win the Super Bowl, they forget all the bad shit you did. True. Like you win, you win one Super. If you win the Super Bowl, bro, you can, you can keep your job for like twelve years. That's facts. Twelve, bro. Joe Flacco been trash since they won the Super Bowl, though. Facts. And he just and you ain't heard nothing about yo, him being moved or anything, bro. He the reason the Buffalo Bills made the playoffs in the first place. Facts. He's you know what I'm saying? Hardball. Like, he won the Super Bowl, and they've been trash since. He's they made the playoffs, like, one time since they won the Super Bowl. he wasn't very good then. You know what I'm saying? Like, He's always been and trash. And it's, like, it's just like Eli Manning. Eli Manning got two Super Bowls. Bro, trash. And beside them two years, they went to the playoffs and won the Super Bowl. I don't think he's been since. He's trash. Like, Their defense was nice when yeah. he played. But he's trash. Like, and, like, that's that's what I'm saying. Like, like if, you got, if, you got a, if you like, got a Super Bowl, if you got a Super Bowl victory, dog, that keep you alive through anything. You know what I'm saying? And that's the reason why he got another shot. Like, dog, like, 10 years, 100 million? Come on now, dog. You're not that nice. You're not that nice. Winning a Super Bowl for a sucky-ass quarterback is like painting over a hole in the wall. And see, what what happens is they try to, they, they, the the NFL, you know, it's based on the media. The media does the same thing they do every every year. And that's overhyped teams, overhyped players. But you know they don't do that shit with basketball. Nah, that's wild. LeBron well, keep winning. Well, they they can't see see basketball. Basketball is different. Was like if you can actually you can actually think of the you, your prediction can be spot on every year. Everybody said, "Oh, the Warriors are going to go to the finals. They're going to win in five games." Yeah, the Warriors yeah, went to It's more predictable. Right. It's more predictable. Right. Like you think about this in, in the NBA, a superstar could go from one team to another team, put up the same numbers. Like you could be a, you could be a. MVP candidate go to a different team and be a scrub like like the NFL That's is more nice. the NFL is more about systems like you ever see a player he go to a different team hundred million dollar deal and he be trash Albert Haynesworth went to the Redskins for hundred million dollars he right. was trash like a lot of players get these deals but they don't fit into the system man right. like just That's like, like Victor Oladipo you know what I'm saying like I remember like they they That's hype nice, they hyped bro. all these they hyped all these players they you know they go hype they hype RG three and they hype. Uh, Marcus Mariota, and they hyped Jameis Winston. They did it to Carson Wentz and all these guys this year. And then what's gonna happen is they go, they go fall off, and then they go, they go stop talking about it. Right. And that's what happened. Everybody came into the year saying, "My prediction for the AFC is the Raiders gonna go to the Super Bowl." Nah, right. bro, Raiders not going to the Super Bowl, bro. RG three, Raiders not going to the Super Bowl. That's not, that's not happening, dog. And the reason is because, like, one, I feel, I feel like when somebody get their money. Mm-hmm. They production starts to fall off. You know what I'm saying? It's, you know what's crazy? It's right. And that's where NFL is much different than NBA and shit. A lot of times in the NBA, motherfuckers get their bread. They're like, oh shit, this motherfucker's paying me. It's time to, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, I feel like, see, I feel like it, 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 works, it works both ways. But it's just like the NBA, it's more like, like your production doesn't fall like sometimes like your production falls off in the NBA is based on injury True. like and stuff like that like your production not falling off just because you're not because you're not nice yeah. like like 
the NFL, you got to depend on so many people for your job to go right. Like, if you're a line bad and you're a quarterback, right. like, it's going to be hard for you to get numbers. That's right. If you got receivers who not catching, like, your stats going to look bad. If you, like, you depend, like, if everything depends on somebody else. Like, the NBA, like, dog, like. LeBron scored because LeBron can fucking score. Yeah, right. dog, like, I don't need, like, I don't yeah. need y'all. y'all, y'all Giannis do, is Giannis yeah. because of fucking yeah. Giannis. No, y'all, dudes, y'all dudes can stay in the corner. Right. And I'm just going to drive. And I'm going to keep on driving. And the defense is set up to where if you if you can't score, you just can't score. You know what I'm saying? That's the way. Well, NBA don't play zone. NBA they don't, don't play zone. Beef. They don't play zone. Yeah, yeah. Everybody, everybody man up. And everybody be helping Love like them. crazy. Yeah. yeah. I be seeing dudes help. They, they do be on the other side of the court. <laughs> they be like, bro, bro, help me crazy. But anyway, like, yeah, like. Hell yeah. David Carr had the, uh, David Carr. Derek Carr had the blueprint because his brother David Carr was the number one overall pick by the Texans. So your brother, your brother was the number one overall pick, and he was trash. So all you got to do is follow his blueprint on how not to be, be trash, trash, and like you go, you go be some semi-successful. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's the thing. Like just be media. That's the thing. Like, what happens in what happens in the media, and the media causes things to happen. It's like right. when you overhype somebody so much, is that people start to value you way more than what you are. And that happened. That happened to Derek Carr. Derek Carr had a great season. Yeah, a beautiful season. That'd be, and that then, and then awesome. people decided, oh, we gonna make you one of the top, highest paid quarterbacks ever. Everybody taking this nigga on their fantasy team, all that. But this man, John Gruden, won that one Super Bowl, Locked like up. in two thousand one, two thousand two, something yeah. like that. Oh three, yeah. whatever. Defense was nice. And ain't, shit. ain't coach. Ain't coach. Probably about twelve years. Just been sitting he analyzing worked, the game. Worked with the quarterbacks. And every the draft. Yo, and every year. <laughs> and every year, he the number one guy for every coaching job. Coach in Vegas. How is that possible? Because his personality. Yeah, he's and everywhere. I'm where, where haven't you? But seen I'm him? telling you, you see him at the draft. You see him at the little QB camps. Mm-hmm. You see him on fucking ESPN and everywhere else. He's the only one they go to to analyze games and shit. So I mean, Tony Romo gonna be coaching after. Oh yeah, because he, he got a great personality. He's trash, and I hate it when he was calling our game earlier today. Shut up! I mean, he actually good though. Yeah, I mean, he actually good. He, he be like, calling shit like, yo, bro, they be They gonna run this play to the left, and they there you go. That's yeah. facts, but he still was trash as a quarterback. So I don't know. But we'll see. We'll see how that work out. And, but the reason I'm not I'm not downgrading John Gruden. I wish him all the success. But it's more about that. It's more about that team than anything else. Like. Right. The Raiders have been mediocrity for the past right. decade or two. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you know what you're going to get out of that franchise. You know what I'm saying? Like, it all starts from the top down. You know what I'm saying? The, it's, the, the NFL, if you look at the NFL and you look at the best teams in the NFL, the it all starts. Yeah, awesome. the ownership is awesome. And that's what leads to the success of the franchise. You know what I'm saying? So you can't. In the business of some people just some people just feel like I could plug and play people yeah. and we will be good. Nah, bro, you can't just. You can only do that in uh, New England with receivers. Hey, that's it. You can plug anybody. Bro, they in just that. they just did it with James Harris. You can plug anybody in. James that Harrison team, got cut by the Steelers. Swear they signed him. Bro, his first game with the Steelers. Bro, he had five tackles, two sacks, and a forced fumble. He crazy. had that all season with the Steelers. It's fucking crazy. Like, dog, they could they could do that. Bro. It's fucking crazy. Because because that that's a no nonsense organization, from top to bottom. Right. They're in the business. They are in the literally. They're in the business of winning. Did you hear what um, Bill uh, Belichick said the other day? Um, he was like, "I right, it's snowing outside, but ain't nobody better not be late for practice." Like like ain't no doubt. It's about winning, bro. Yeah. And if you ain't about winning, I give me your playbook straight like that. That's how they play it. Yeah. 
And this this one player, like he said, like when but you go still cheap, when you go to New England, like they tell you, like off rip, like all right, we go, we go, all right. So like when you play with blah blah blah, used to be that star receiver catching all the passes. Mm-hmm. Nah, bro, we go use you as slot receiver, and right. you and you and you got the you got the potential to put up nice numbers. Yeah. Yeah. If you if you work out to, like they Straight like they, like they all bullshit that drink. every year they have a slot receiver on NFL one every fucking year every fucking year and it's always a little white guy that's like five eleven or some shit who got this weird ass last name like Edelman or Amendola or some shit or uh, uh, Wes Hashi, Welker yeah Wes Welker yeah who these dudes should be selling insurance bro swear to God but. But yeah. a new dude, they got Chris Hogan, man. They said Chris, Chris Hogan. They yeah, all got the same yeah. makeup. That said, shit is he weird. was a. He played rugby in college or something like that. Yeah. But yeah, it's crazy, man. But it always worked out for him. It's, it's a plug and play system. When you win it, you win it. And they, they haven't gave up on their system. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They they in the business of winning and they do what it takes. You know what I'm saying? If you don't buy into the system, I'm a holler. Well, salute to you, John Gruden. Keep doing what you're doing. And you got the bag, my dog. I don't yeah. know how you got that, John. You got the bag. And, it, and, and the one thing, he, he did this on purpose because, one, they moving to, they moving to Vegas. Ooh. Vegas tax-free. Ooh. He about to eat. He about to eat. Ooh, he, he about to eat. That, he ain't no food, bro. He ain't no food. <laughs> Give me that cheese cheddar mozzarella program, and he about to eat. Hey, my man came out with a new movie. You seen the joint? Uh, my man Will Smith. Already, Brady. already. That joint was dope. You know, Will, Will Smith. He's my uh, 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 how can I say? My like my celebrity role model. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like I look up to Will Smith. I like how like he's always in different avenues and yeah. how far he's come from a musician to to actor. You know what I'm saying? To you know, real renowned actor. You know right. what I'm saying? Like people respect him and every. And every facet of the acting world, you know what I'm saying? But it's no movie right. bright. It kind of let me down. Several reasons. Okay. If you, do you know how much Netflix paid? 90 mil. mil. Like 90 mil for the, for the movie. Right. But like the production cost. That was the budget. That yeah, was the budget yeah. was 90 million. Yeah, they yeah. Was, but they paid like two something, like 250 million for the journey. Like net, like that journey was crazy, though. Jesus and the movie, I feel like. It was t- it was like the typical like Marvel superhero whatever movie like it was a typical movie like oh we have this magic wand this shit was over, this shit was over a wand though yeah you know but like saying? that's how that's how like every that's how, like every like comic uh, yeah. story yeah. like it's some secret weapon and if the, if this weapon gets into yeah. the evil hands yeah. they like can super, take over the world with the kryptonite yeah you know like, what I'm saying? like that's like that's how it worked. Right. that's how it was. I was like, bro, it was like the cliche movie, you know what I'm saying? But it was the the only thing that made it kind of dope. It was like everybody in the town was trying to get the joint. True, you know what I'm saying? So I thought had, I thought what was dope was the social aspect of. It. Mm-hmm. I thought that was really dope because what it reminded me of was the same way he he described it, which was um, like Training Day meets um, Training Day meets Lord of the Rings mm-hmm. in terms of the relationship between him and the work partner. You see what I'm saying? So it was kind of similar between Alonzo and, and, and White Cubs from uh, from Training Day. Yeah. And then, if you think about some of the scenes, they kind of mirror Training Day, where there was a scene where it was outside of, uh, like a, I guess it was like a orc hood. You know what I'm saying? And then it was a scene in Training Day where they go by, and it's basically, um, you know, like a regular little L.A. hood. And they it was just basically the same scene. They was locking up a bunch of people or whatever. And the thing about it was like, okay, the L's are kind of like, 
Jewish people, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Rich people that live, you know, on this side of town and then like the orcs was like Latinos and blacks. You know what I'm saying? And and, and that that type of relationship with that. It was uh in the gang culture with, you know, LA, you know, Latinos in LA and stuff like that. So I mean, I think the social aspect of it was dope. And I look at, but if you were from that ethnic group, you wouldn't want to. You wouldn't want to be classified the way you were. If, if that's the way it was supposed to be portrayed, mm-hmm. would you want to be portrayed like like if I, I'm black? I don't want. I don't want to. I've seen that movie. I, I I would feel offended if that if, if that was portrayed as a whore. I mean, I can't. I can't really say I'd be offended. I because because I know it. You feel what I'm saying? I know it. I'm not necessarily okay. So the part with the orcs, the orcs were they they had they they had a demise for the for the police, mm-hmm. and all of them were like gang affiliated, right? And the drugs and violence, like right? Like that's not how that's not how it is. Not all black people hate the cops. Not all black people are gang related. Like you know what I'm saying? Like why was and why? And he's the M one. He's the only orc that's a cop. Like no, like no other person of his whole ethnic background is in that whole industry. Like I felt like that was kind of. I felt like not all Jewish people are woke. You know what I'm saying? Like they literally like took Stereo- different they, stereotypes they, they, they and like made it like 100. percent right. Like it wasn't like oh like oh some. Some orcs are cops and some aren't. Some hate cops and some aren't. It was like, he was the one orc that was a cop. Everybody else was in gangs and hated him. And random people, every time they seen cops, they just start, like, shooting them and hating them just because they was cops. Like, I I felt like, I didn't like that part. True. But, I I thought it was a good movie. I'm a a supporter of anything... Will Smith does, and they coming out with a bright too. It's already green. You know yeah, Will, Will Smith, my dude. Will Smith, my dude. But I felt like it was. I felt like it was cliche. Like it was a cliche movie. Like, like the first off, they, it was so much stuff in the movie that was. They never explained. Like one, they said like only certain people could touch the wand. Mm-hmm. Will Smith picked up that whole wand bro. because they said some people who aren't the elves. There's there is a person who's not an elf, that's a bright. So he was a bright. So he so he so out of everybody, he just found out he was. A I bright. mean, you already know who was gonna be the bright if you listen to the movie. You like, well, shit. Yeah. Will Smith definitely bright. I mean, come on, let's be serious. He's not gonna sign on if he ain't the bright. That's yeah. Just yeah. So I already knew he was gonna be the bright or whatever. But you know, it was it, yeah. It was it was cool. It was cool. It was cool. I'm I'm ready to see what what type of things they're gonna do with the second one. You already put this out. They got horrible feedback from the critics. You already know that happened. They but, got horrible. It, it was. It was. It wasn't. It wasn't horrible. But it was not. It wasn't. It, it was bad for Will Smith. But you already know those are the type of movies he do though. No, this he's was always bad. been a sci-fi. Type no, no, not until sci-fi. It was a bad. It was a bad storyline. The storyline was bad. It's I like, like I don't like the one shit because I don't know what that really represents. Yeah. In terms of in terms of like they, the, the thing was. It's a fucking one. Basically, 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 it was a G. You can grant any. That shit was weird because because that now if you think about the concept of what the orcs represented versus what the elves represented Mm -hmm. and 
all of that shit, right? So if you think about that, that kind of mirrored reality. The only reason the why I still don't mirror reality. The only reason why I don't bring, the yeah, the only reason why I don't bring the little representation of who the people were is because that was created by the viewers, right, not right. the actual production team. Right. Like that was something that somebody was like, oh yeah, I never thought about how to, how to, you know, the elves or like, you know, that was somebody else came with that. But like the, the movie concept wasn't. It wasn't that special. Like they, they, they could have took it. They could have took it a lot of ways, dog. They could have took. I would like better if like they spent the movie like trying to get. Remember, so you, nah, so you remember um the other cops were trying to take the drug, mm-hmm. and he wound up shooting it, shooting them all. Right? Mm-hmm. If they would have like spun it, it so like so like they were like fugitives, like him you. and the orcas fugitives. And they did some, you know what I'm saying? I feel you. Yeah. It, it just was like, I dig that. It's just like once they got the one or whatever, and all the cops were dead, like they just believed their story that the cops, like, yeah. the cops tried to kill him and he shot them. And, yeah. Like, yeah, they, yeah. They just believed the whole story, yeah. like, yeah. And it's a bunch of gangs and shit. Yeah, following yeah. cops. Like, yeah, yeah. What the fuck? Like, you following the cops. It, it was so many, there was so many other directions you could have gone. Right. Basically, basically, the whole movie was. We had this wand, and we just run. Keep it from there. Yeah, we just run in from everybody else. Right. You know what I'm saying? I was just like, yeah. And and these elves, they they killing everybody. Right. And I don't know what I don't know, bro. I don't know about you. Where were all these cops, bro? Yeah, it was like six cops in the whole movie, yeah, bro. All this crime going on in the city, bro. Ain't, ain't no, no cops, no. Cops, no. The only time they showed up was at the end. True. They always, yeah, they always at the, the shit. Yeah. The, the, the metal shit. Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just, like I said, it was, you know, I guess. 30 I'm, people got killed in. Yeah. I'm just ready to see, like I said, I'm ready to see what they do with, um, with Bright, too, man. Because, like, now that, you know, I get a different perspective, it was kind of, you know, it was a little weird. I still like the movie, though. But, uh, you know, we'll see. And I'm, you know, I'm just happy to see Will Smith in another movie. Because he's he pumping them out right now, though. Yeah, man. Because he was on he was on hiatus for a break before Suicide Squad. Well, see, that's what you gotta do. And see, it's, I'm gonna start calling this the John Gruden effect. <laughs> oh shit! When you take a back seat, right? It increases your value because people want you more. It's like Chappelle. Everybody you know what I'm saying? Chappelle, Ch- Chappelle became who he was because people wanted to hear. Like and people, bro left out of nowhere. People wanted to hear what what happened to you. Facts. People know you still got material. People like people want to yeah. know what's been going. People on. hear about you. Like, so, bro, oh, I seen Dave, but you ain't. Bro, seen you basically he basically yeah. increased his value by just sitting back. Yeah. Cause how much money he turned down? He got hundred million. He turned a hundred million from uh. Was it hundred million? Fifty million. Fifty million. Fifty million. Something, something crazy. How much he made from forty? You just made ten less million. You know what I'm saying? And, and you got to and you got to do it the way you wanted to do it. Right. Because the reason behind them leaving that a lot of people don't know is that he wanted to do it his way. You know what I'm saying? And right. and, and they and what a lot of what a lot of people understand is that a lot of people understand is like they offered him fifty, but they was gonna probably make two fifty off the truth. You know what I'm saying? True. So that was the thing. The thing with him was like, Dad, you I'm coming up with the concept. I'm coming up with parodies, everything. I'm doing all the work, but you making all the money. You know what I'm saying? So he gave me out a deal, basically yeah. $50 million. You know what I'm saying? So that was the thing with him. That's true. You know what I'm saying? So he did, and you know, they did what they did, you know what I'm saying? Moving on and basically using his concept with newer right. newer, right. newer people. He, you know what right. I'm saying? He said, 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 he
You know, it was you know crazy. What I'm saying? That was different, but um, yeah, man. But besides that, you know, what I'm saying we'll see how the bright two goes. I, yeah, I don't we'll know, see. dog. We'll see. They better, they better come correct with you. Know, I'm watching. But uh, I sit through a shitty movie. But got Will Smith. I watch Legend of Bagger Vance. I watch uh, Wild Wild <laughs> West. If he in it, I'm fucking. Nigga, I watched the movie he was featured in. I ain't never known for him to be featured in a movie. Can't remember the name of it, but he was featured in the drum. I watched that shit too. Yeah. I bought uh I bought Collateral Beauty. Collateral Damage? No, it's Collateral Beauty. That's yeah. the last movie he was in. His daughter died, he was like a introverted person and shit because he kinda fucked his whole life up and he uh he ended up running into this lady, they were trying to like, I guess like Talk. I didn't know the whole time at the end of the movie that was his wife the whole time. It was it was a wild movie. It was it was dope. It was a drama. I don't, I don't think I ever it seen that. It was a drama. Yeah, it came out. Um, it came I'm out. thinking about Collateral Damage because that's with Jada Pinkett. Yeah, and, uh, with Jimmy Tom Fox. Crew. Yeah, Jimmy Fox. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anything with Jimmy Fox and I'm watching. That's how I get there. Yeah, man. I'm supporting our letters. But you know I mean? we just want to thank y'all from the bottom of our heart. Well, honey, man, we back in the building. We back. We will be back in the studio soon. You know, the devil keep getting in our way. Fires. You know what I'm saying? But we will get back. Um, we appreciate y'all. It's 2018. We got a lot more ideas coming. That's um, And yeah, we're going to start. We're going to start asking for your opinions on some topics to talk about, All some right. ideas, some perspectives. And then hopefully we can get some of y'all's guests on there, man. Um, Let's do it, man. But as always, I'm Rami Roberts, a.k.a. Jers. James Wooder, a.k.a. Nug. We in the chat. We in the chat, baby. Guess who started a podcast? Riddle me that. Nugging his boy Jersey, yeah, and we talking smack. Sports, music, and life, we talking all of that. We live in effect. Hey, yo, we, we in, in the, the chat. chat. Boy.